You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 79. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there. My name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. This is the third and final part of my interview with the very talented young voice actress, Grace Rolek. Grace and I had the good fortune to work together on the show Steven Universe for Cartoon Network, where Grace plays Steven's girlfriend, Connie. You may also have heard Grace's work in shows like Mulan 2, Final Fantasy Advent Children, and as the voice of Lucy in the Charlie Brown special Happiness is a Warm Blanket. Grace has been voice acting since she was five or six years old, and is 16 at the time of this interview. I was eager to have Grace on the podcast so she could share with all of my listeners what it took for her to become a successful voice actress at such a young age. As we wrap up our discussion, Grace tells me what it was like working on such an iconic character as Lucy from the Peanuts. She also discusses how even as a young child actress, she understood how important it was to behave in a mature way when at the recording studio. She ends our chat by giving her advice to aspiring young voice actors which is the same advice she uses herself while pursuing her voice acting career. And now, the feature segment. Well, you got to play the sort of yeah. uh, the tough Lucy in the Peanuts. That, that was definitely fun. The cool thing about auditioning for Lucy, I think I was 11 when I auditioned for it and then 12 when I worked on it. Um, she's such an iconic character that you have to listen back to the old ones and try to capture that. And uh-huh. you also have to, like, you feel like, oh, i got to do it justice because everyone knows this character. You're not creating a new character. Yeah. You're, you're following in the footsteps of the same character. So it's definitely a... It's, it's interesting when you have to play a character that everyone already knows. Uh-huh. And I, I was very impressed because uh, you guys worked on the Happiness is a Warm Blanket. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I sat down and I watched it. And I was sort of amazed at how close you guys were to not just the, the sound, you know, like the quality of your voice, but the rhythms. You had that slow yeah. sort of... Um, very deliberate rhythm that we associate with the Peanuts recordings from the 60s and 70s. Uh, when I was auditioning for it, as well as everyone else, we were sent clips of the old ones, and I, of course, like rented the, um, the original ones, the Christmas special, the Halloween special, Thanksgiving special. I watched all of those and tried to get the weird like rhythm that the little kids did back then. And it's interesting. One thing that I I, I definitely respect about um, the Peanuts movies is that when they're hiring the actors, they don't even consider adult actors. They want to keep it as authentic as possible. And that's another thing for people who are young and want to get into voiceover acting. There's definitely 
casting directors who don't want to hire adults to play younger. There are definitely some casting directors who want to keep it as authentic as possible and hire kids to sound like kids. Yeah. Uh, but they need kids that can read. Yeah, kids that can read, kids that are mature and can work with adults. That is, that, and that maturity, every time I have come across a child actor, there, I mean, I, I've always thought I was a pretty precocious child myself. I certainly was a very intelligent child when I was young. But I didn't have the emotional maturity that I see in most child actors. It's definitely groomed. I mean, it, like, I, I have to say... I have always had a very been emotionally mature in an acting environment, but I was definitely not above temper tantrums and when I was little. I, I think I think it's not so much 100% all the time emotional immaturity. I think when you're little, you have to like it's it's so weird to say this because like you don't typically think of kids doing this when like okay, I'm working right now. I can't throw a tantrum right now. I can't, like, freak out right now. This is, like, what I'm doing, not thinking about it. It's weird. No, that's uh, that's a professional mindset. Yeah. Where did that come from? I'm fascinated. I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't, it's not like my parents were like, okay, you're at work right now. You can't do that. Like, it was never like that. I think a part of me just kind of instinctually picked it up that, like, okay, these are the people who have hired me. I don't, like, this is what I have to do. I'm going to do it. But also, I was a pretty easygoing child generally. Uh-huh. And so it was, it was a mix of me kind of picking up the fact that, yeah, I can't really freak out right now. And also, I just didn't get freaked out that easily. Eh. Have you watched young actors sort of freak out or fall apart? Not that often. Uh, it doesn't, I haven't really seen it happen. It's fascinating, isn't mm-hmm. it? it? I haven't seen it happen either. Yeah. It's almost like the kids are more mature than the adults sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because I think, I think the longer you work in the business, what can kind of happen is a sense of, oh yeah, I'm an actor. Like, <laughs> I, like, like I've been doing this professionally for a long time. But I mean, I, with kids, it's kind of just like a fun, like, woo. Yeah, let's do this thing. Yeah. Let's play pretend. Yeah. Like Did you ever find yourself feeling self-conscious? Sometimes. I there I, like this is going to sound silly cuz it's of course like someone who's just so little but I would be like, "Oh, this person works a lot. Like I recognize this person. I've seen this person on a commercial. What are they doing?" Like even little old me was like, "Ooh." So you get sort of starstruck with certain yeah, people? Yeah, I I when you're a little kid and you run into the people who you watch on TV, it's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> what? What? Especially when they're the same age as you, because you're like, I, <laughs> like I get, I when I was little, I used to, like I, I was never like intimidating in the sense like I'm like not gonna go talk to them or I'm like scared of them or like I was I was always a very very outgoing child like oh cool like they're like wow they're awesome I'm gonna go say hi like it was never like a it was more of a, oh my god, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. So I love, yeah, this this idea of um, you have to be able to um, act in a mature way, have a professional attitude. You have to have the reading and the comprehension skills because they don't have time to really 
hold you by the hand and walk you through everything. They want you to sort of act. I mean, and that's what they're they're desperate for. They're desperate for young people because they do. They need the young sound. And that's, a, I think, the reason that so many um, people hire adults to play younger is that they can't always take the risk of hiring someone who sounds good but isn't professional. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing. Sometimes I feel like the misconception many times that young people will get is that if they are special enough that they'll get hired and they're just waiting for someone to see how special they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not really like It's not that. 100% about that. There's sometimes, sometimes stuff like that happens and it's like, wow, but it's not... It's a lot of it is have like working at it and like actually like just getting to the point where you can take an audition and work on it and be professional about it and the person the casting director be like okay yeah this is what fits for what we want mm-hmm. it's not like ooh this person is such like a great person we love this person it, all the time it's sometimes like okay i'm listening to this one i'm comparing it to this one this one suits what i want more yeah and not to beat yourself up about it just mm-hmm. because they decided to go in a yeah different exactly direction. like there are times when one of my friends who does acting gets a job that I auditioned for. It's not like, ah, why, like, what did I do wrong? It's like, no, not necessarily. Like, they might have wanted someone with a slightly raspier voice, or they might have wanted someone with a slightly higher-pitched voice or lower-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what advice would you give to young people who are interested in becoming voice actors? Um, definitely sharpening you're reading, and also um, working on not beating yourself up at all if you don't exactly get things right the first time. A fear of rejection can be your worst enemy in acting because if you go into it expecting to book every single job, you're going to get really disappointed Right. because it's not all about that. And if you think about how many people do acting... Not to be pessimistic, but it's not like your odds are amazing. It's just working on being so confident in yourself and being secure in yourself and just knowing that what you, you're you good at what you do, mm-hmm. it, it helps a lot. And when did you find that confidence? What helped you find that confidence knowing that you were good at what you did? It definitely comes and goes. Like mm-hmm. there are times when I'm like, wow, I'm just not that like like this isn't like what am i doing i suck <laughs> yeah. no but there but there are other times when you're like wow yeah like this is actually like sounds pretty good and you look at a script and you read it and you're like yeah i like the way that this character is coming out um mm-hmm. and it it's so fun when you get like a really well written funny thing and you read it and it's just like wow i would laugh at that if i heard that on tv yeah. and sometimes you just feel really good about it um, but yeah, you, you would definitely have to have some self-motivation because I, like, I remember when I was in, uh, uh, uh on camera acting and I'd go into an audition and every cast director is just like, great job, can call in the next person. Like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like you're going to get a personalized, wow, that was especially amazing. I love how you emphasized the word the in that sentence. <laughs> It, it was that was just a fantastic touch. How did you yeah. think of that? Mm. No, it, it's just like great job. 
next. Next. Like, like it's not going to be a a self-esteem boost every time, like, every time you come in. It can get monotonous. So you have to, like, be self-motivated and be like, okay, just, they, like, they're not going to be like, oh my god, that was fantastic, because then you're going to go out and brag to everyone, they said that was fantastic. And it just, it just, it's, it's like a circle. Like, it's good to think about how other people are feeling, Mm -hmm. because it helps you get out of your mindset and be able to be your best without focusing on what could be going wrong. Yeah. No, I mean, it's great that you have this uh, ability through the sort of um, uh, mental Zen practice with your mom to be able to be in that calm place because... You have to detach because it's... If you're too attached to what could happen or what might happen or what might have happened, it's... It's easy to get down on yourself and down on the situation, and you really just have to keep a very light-hearted attitude. You can drive yourself crazy. Yeah, definitely. That's great. And ironically, even though it may be a monotonous environment, the people who are auditioning you or working with you, they want you to be brilliant. Yeah, they really do. Um, it's just that they have so much to deal with, and they're so busy, and they've, they're running out of time, you know, mm-hmm. and so... They're 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 praying that you're going to be awesome, and mm-hmm. if you are, they're just so happy. I think sometimes people think they're out to get you, and it's like, no, no, no. They yeah. want you to be yeah, exactly. Amazing. They want to find what they're looking for. Yeah, it's not like they like every person that comes in. They 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 want to find the person that they want to book for the job. So it's not like you're they're going to come in there and you have to impress them. I mean, you should impress them, but it's not like oh, they're not going to like you, like, at a start, so you have to, like, work your way up in their favor. Hmm. It, it shouldn't be approached like that. It's more of like, okay, I'm just going to do my best, and if they don't like it, I just wasn't right for it anyway. Yeah. Well, that's a great attitude to have. And uh, you, you, have, um, you have an outlook on this whole process that is much healthier than many actors that I have seen who are supposedly adults mm-hmm. and have been banging their head against the wall for many years. So I, I wish you all the best in everything you're going forward with because you're doing really good work. Thank you. You're welcome. And and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us because uh, it's wonderful to get your perspective on this whole industry because I'm looking at it from a completely <laughs> different standpoint. Um, and I think, I think my uh, listeners will be very grateful for your kind of insight on stuff. And you speak with a lot of wisdom, young lady. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank You're welcome. you. Thank you so much. I appreciate for, it. Oh, no problem. Thanks <laughs> for joining us. Awesome. Grace absolutely speaks with a wisdom, maturity, and insight far beyond her years. I'm very grateful to her for taking the time to chat with me about her experiences as a young voice actress. I'm sure her stories and advice will be of benefit to all my listeners, no matter how old they happen to be. I also want to take this opportunity to give a big thank you again to Andrew Feliciano at Voice Tracks West for allowing Grace and I to record this interview at his studio. If you've enjoyed this interview, I would so appreciate hearing about it in the comments section of the blog post associated with this episode. I always enjoy hearing any thoughts or thank yous my listeners might have. All the best to you in your voice acting endeavors, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, 
point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.